My name is David. Uh, I'm normally part of Church at 11, but it's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Um, like Al said, this is our third and final week in a series that's been all about thinking through why we do what we do as a church. Over the past couple of weeks, we've been reminded that our vision statement, the kind of big thing that we're aiming for, is to be growing followers of Christ Jesus. And so everything we do kind of fits under that big umbrella. Now, we like to think about working towards that vision in three main ways. So a couple of weeks ago, we thought about the idea of connect. As a church, we think it's really important to be growing followers of Jesus by helping people to connect with God through Jesus. Last week, we thought about the idea of grow. We also think it's really important to be growing followers of Jesus by becoming more like Jesus and by helping each other to grow more like him. This week, we're thinking about the third part, and that is serve. And just like connect and grow, we think serving one another is really important. Serving one another is a vital component of growing followers of Christ Jesus. Now, I'm not sure what comes to mind for you when you think about the idea of serve and serving others, but uh, perhaps nothing says serve more than a pair of rubber gloves, a pair of washing up gloves. Uh, For you youth at primary age kids, do any of you ever put on rubber gloves at home? In our house, if you put the rubber gloves on, you're a true servant, let me tell you. Now, actually, this one's a bit small, but I'm going to try and get it on. Because actually, the image of a hand in a glove is a really useful image for us this morning as we think about the connection between uh, connect and grow and serve. When we say two things go together hand in glove, what we mean is that they work together. It's like they're, they're meant to be together, they belong together. So intertwined, so inextricably linked are they that it's like they were just made for each other, like a hand in a glove, kind of made for each other. You can't separate them. That's the relationship between connect and grow and serve. They're intertwined. They're inextricably linked. You can't separate them. In fact, if you've been connected with God through Jesus, and if you're growing more like Jesus, then you will be serving others. And the way you'll be serving others is by helping them to connect with God and to grow more like Jesus. Because you see, connect and grow, they work hand in glove with serve. That's effectively what today's reading is all about. Here in Philippians 2, Paul says that if you've been listening at all for the past two weeks, if if you've been connected with God through Jesus, and if you're growing more like Jesus, then you really ought to be serving others. And you ought to be serving others in the same way that Jesus served us. He served us by looking out for our interests, by helping us to connect with God and by helping us to grow more as his followers. So there are really two parts to today's passage and that's reflected in the outline in the bulletin. The first part is that if you've been connected with God through Jesus and if you're growing more like Jesus, then you'll serve others. Connect plus grow equals serve. The second part is that the way we serve others is by helping them to connect with God and by helping them to grow more like Jesus. Serve equals connect plus grow. But let's start with Philippians 2 verse 1 and notice right at the start here that Paul is writing to people who've been connected with God through Jesus. So verse 1. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ... Now, the word connect isn't explicitly mentioned there, but it does talk about this idea of being united with Christ. 
And when you think about it, it's really the same idea. Being united with Christ, being joined together with Christ, becoming one with Christ, being in Christ, that really is being connected with God. After all, remember, Jesus is God with us. And here in Philippians 2, Paul is addressing people who have been united with Christ. In other words, he's writing to people who have been connected with God. Now, it's worth pausing, I reckon, just for a minute to re-ask the question we thought about a couple of weeks ago. Have you been connected with God? Because hopefully you remember this really matters. It really matters to us because it really matters to God. In fact, so much does God want you to be connected with him that remember this from two weeks ago? Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. It is so important to God that you be connected with him that he sent his son, Jesus, the Christ, the king, the leader of God's people. God sent him to die on a cross for your sins so as to take the punishment that you deserve in order to bring you to God. So have you been connected with God? Look, my guess is that most of us are united with Christ. We have been connected with God And if that's you, what Paul's going to say in a few verses' time is being connected with God works hand in glove with serving others. Since you've been connected with God, you ought to be serving. But first, he goes on to say that he's also writing to people who are growing as followers of Jesus. People who delight in the love of Jesus. People who are involved in an ever-deepening relationship with the Spirit. People who are starting to display some of the attributes of the Spirit. Things like tenderness and compassion. Have a look again at verse 1. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion. Now the word grow isn't directly mentioned there, but I reckon the things Paul describes there, they're not at all out of place for someone who's growing more like Jesus. Someone who's doing the things mentioned in that verse, someone who's delighting in God's love, someone who has a relationship with the Spirit, someone who's displaying the fruits of the Spirit, well, that's someone who's starting to look a bit more like Jesus, isn't it? You might remember we thought about this idea of growing a lot last week. We thought about the need for us, once we become followers of Jesus, the need for us to be growing more like Jesus. We thought about how growing up and not staying a baby Christian is important. It's important because growing more like Jesus will safeguard us from ever walking away from Jesus. So how do you reckon you're going with that? Do you reckon you've grown any more like Jesus in the past week? Do you reckon you've grown up at all in the last year? Do you reckon you're any more like Jesus now than, say, when you first became a Christian? Maybe one way you can tell whether you're growing more like Jesus is by looking at whether or not you're serving others more. Because growing more like Jesus, it works hand in glove with serving others. You can't have one without the other. Becoming more like Jesus in every way, by necessity, means serving others. And that's actually Paul's point here. Have a look again at verse 1. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, 
if any tenderness and compassion. In other words, if you've been connected with God through Jesus and if you're growing more like Jesus, then verse 2, serve others. Or in Paul's words, verse 2, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Do you see what Paul's saying? Connect plus grow equals serve. If you've been connected with God through Jesus, and if you're growing more like Jesus, then you ought to be serving others. So look out for each other. Be united with each other. Do what's best for that person sitting next to you. Don't look down on the person in front of you. Be humble. Consider them as better than yourself. Take a look at the people sitting around you. Work hard at being like-minded with them. Love the same things as them. Work for the same purpose that they're working for. Look out for their interests. Because connect plus grow, it equals serve. But just to be clear here, what exactly do we mean? Like, when we say we should be serving others... What kind of things are we talking about? I mean, are we talking about mowing lawns for people? Are we talking about making meals for families who've just had a, uh, had a baby? Are we talking about doing greeting? Are we talking about bringing supper and setting that up? Are we talking about working the sound desk? Are we talking about being on the cleaning roster? Are we talking about singing up the front? Are we talking about reading the Bible? Are we talking about preaching or teaching kids' church? Well, the answer to all those is really... Maybe. See, it's possible to do all those things and not really be serving anyone. It's possible to mow someone's lawn and not be serving them. It's possible to come in here on a Saturday and clean the, vacuum the floors and clean the windows and not really be serving us. It's even possible for someone to get up here and read the Bible or preach and to not really be serving others. Of course, at the same time, it's equally possible to do every one of the things on, those lists, on that list I mentioned and to be rightly serving others. So what actually is serving? How do we rightly serve one another? Well, I want to suggest that serve, rightly understood, serve equals connect plus grow. For us as followers of Jesus, ultimately, we serve by helping people to connect with God and by helping them to grow more like Jesus. But hey, don't just take my word for it. Let's have a look. Verse 5 tells us that we serve one another by having the same attitude as Jesus. Have a look. Verse 5. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Thinking in the same way Jesus thought, having the same attitude as Jesus, that'll help us to serve one another rightly. Now, we've already got a glimpse of what his attitude was back in verse 4. It was the attitude of looking out for the interests of others. It was the attitude in verse 3 of, in humility, considering others as better than yourselves, doing what's best for them. It was in the song we just sung, each other's needs to prefer. And that attitude is typified, it's really put into action in verses 6 and 7, where we read that Jesus gave up his rights so as to do what's best for others, so as to serve them. Have a look at verse 6. Jesus, being in very nature God, 
did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being found in human likeness. If anyone ever did, Jesus had every right to be exalted. He had every right to be adored. He had every right to be put up on a pedestal and worshipped. He was before all things. Everything was made by him. Everything was made for him. It is all his. Without him, nothing exists. But rather than grasp onto those things, rather than try and hang on to his high position, do you see what he did? Jesus gave up his rights. And instead, he looked to our interests. He looked at what was best for us. And so he willingly left behind immeasurable power and glory and he humbled himself and he became a servant and he died for us. That's what verse 8 says. Have a look. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Jesus humbled himself and became our servant so as to die for us, and he did it because he was looking out for our interests. And look, he knew that what was in our best interest more than anything else was for us to be connected with God and for us to be growing like him. That's really what the last two weeks have been all about. Let me remind you again of how Jesus served us by helping us to connect with God and by helping us to grow more like him. So two weeks ago, we read this. Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. Jesus served us by dying for us. And the reason for that, the end game of that, was to bring us to God. Jesus' reason for serving us from two weeks ago was to help us to connect with God. What about this from last week? It was he, that is Jesus, who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all become mature. Jesus served us so as to prepare us to serve one another so that we might build each other up, so that we might help each other grow up to maturity. A couple of verses later it says this, From him, again that's Jesus, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. It's from Jesus. It's in Jesus that we're all held together. It's in him that we grow together as his followers. So you see, Jesus served us by looking out for our interests, and that meant he served us by helping us to connect with God and by helping us to grow, to mature as his followers. And so in the same way that connect and grow work hand in glove with serve, serve works hand in glove with connect and grow. Serve equals connect plus grow. So how do we rightly serve one another? Well, we serve one another as we have the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus. We look out for what is in the best interests of the other people here. And more than anything else, what is in everyone's best interests is for them to be connected with God and to be growing more like Jesus. So what does all this really mean for us? What does it mean for serving in DPC? Well, like I already said, 
We think serving others is a really important part of growing followers of Christ Jesus. In fact, what we've seen is that if you are a follower of Jesus, then you will be serving others. Because remember, connect and grow, work hand in glove with serve, and serve work hand in, works hand in glove with connect and grow. They just belong together. You can't separate them. And so if you've been connected with God through Jesus, and if you're growing more like Jesus, then you really ought to be serving others. It's an important part of growing followers of Christ Jesus. In fact, we think serving others is such an important part of what we do as a church. We think it's such an important part of who we are as a church that, like Al said, we've come up with a bit of a sheet for you to fill in and drop in a box this morning or over the next few weeks. It's kind of a survey, really. And the aim of it is to get you thinking about how you might serve others here in DPC. Now, let me just say up front, as you're having a bit of a skim over the sheet, as you're looking at ways that you might serve... The question that's going through your mind shouldn't be, what am I good at? You shouldn't be reading through that thinking, what am I interested in? You shouldn't be looking for, what do I want to do? Instead, the question in your mind as you're going through that should be, how can I serve others by doing what's best for them? So let's have a look. It would be handy if you had that little sheet in front of you. You'll notice on one side, there's a bunch of ways that you can serve others by helping them to connect with God through Jesus. So on that first side, there are things like reading the Bible with someone who isn't yet a follower of Jesus. That would be a great way to help someone to connect with God through Jesus. Just ask them, would you like to read the Bible with me? And let them see Jesus for themselves. That would be a great way to help someone to connect with God. You might want to push yourself out of your comfort zone a bit further and be part of a church door-knocking team. You could tick that box. You might want to try and organise an evangelistic service at a nursing home or a retirement village. You could tick that box. Serving behind the scenes might be more your kind of thing and so you might want to help with set up and pack up for carols or washing up after showcase. You could tick that box. Or you might want to help put welcoming packs together. You could tick that box. You might be particularly passionate in seeing people connected with God beyond Dubbo. And so you might want to tick the box that says I can be a link person with one of the missionaries we regularly support. And so you might be willing to be in regular contact with them, passing on prayer points to us and writing letters of encouragement to them. You might want to tick that box. There's even a box to tick there if you want to go on a short-term mission trip. There's a whole bunch of ways there you can be serving people by helping them to connect with God through Jesus. On the other side... There's a stack of ways that you can serve others by helping them to grow more like Jesus. Again, there are things like meeting with someone to read the Bible and pray. There are things like uh, you might be able to mentor a teenager in our church family. Maybe you could teach kids' church. You might want to be trained up to be a scripture teacher in school. You could tick that box. You might want to be trained to run the marriage course or to lead a growth group. Those would be good ways to serve people by helping them to grow as followers of Jesus. You'll also notice on the back there, there are things like helping out with church rosters, cleaning and mowing and morning tea, that sort of thing. There are things like, I can help make a meal for someone in need. There's a box there that you could tick to say, I can provide practical help for someone, mowing and cleaning and maintenance and helping them do their shopping and giving them lifts around. Are those things really serving, do you reckon? Absolutely they are. Those are exactly the kinds of things we should be doing. Bearing in mind that your attitude should be the same as that of Christ. 
Because if you're thinking about the interests of others, if you're thinking about what someone needs most, and if you're doing that for them, then absolutely you're serving them. Don't forget, though, what everyone needs most more than anything else is to be connected with God and to be growing more like Jesus. And so the best way we can serve others is by helping them do those things. So by all means, we mow lawns and we make meals and we bring morning tea and we take people shopping and we set up tables and chairs and we help people pack moving trucks, but but even non-Christians do that sort of stuff, right? So we should be doing that and more. Because we're followers of Jesus, the servant king. And the way we serve others, it has an edge to it. It has a purpose. We serve others... We look out for their interests, we do what's best for them and we look for opportunities to help them to connect with God through Jesus and to grow more like Jesus because that's what we're on about, isn't it? We're on about growing followers of Christ Jesus and so we serve. I'm going to give you a minute. Have a look at that form. You might want to fill it in and tick it now. If you do, you can drop it in the box this morning on your way out. If you don't want to do it this morning, just have a skim over it and think about some things and there'll be a chance to drop it in over the next few weeks. I'll give you a minute to have a look at the sheet and then I'll pray. Friends, uh, if you've been connected with God through Jesus and if you're growing more like Jesus, then you really should be serving others. Serving others is a vital part of growing followers of Christ Jesus. And so I can't encourage you strongly enough to... Have a serious, prayerful look at that sheet and think about ways that you might serve. Uh, Before you drop it in the box, it would be really good if you could just put your name in um, Church at Nine on the bottom. So, Because we're really, really keen uh, to hear ways that you're keen to serve and actually to help each other put some of this stuff into concrete practice so that together we can be serving others to be growing followers of Jesus. Let me pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you that even though he was with you in glory before the world began, that he didn't try and hang on to that glory, but he willingly humbled himself and became a man, a person. And even more than that, he humbled himself further and became a servant. And even more than that, he humbled himself further and died for us. Father, thanks that he served us by making it possible for us to be connected with you, to have a relationship with you. And thanks that he served us so as to help us to grow more like him. Father, please help us uh, to be humble. Please help us to have the attitude of Jesus. Please help us to take seriously the part we can have in growing followers of Jesus by serving others. Help us especially to serve others with with that gospel edge to help them to connect with you through Jesus and to help them to grow more like Jesus. Please use us to do those things, we pray. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.